Hello, I'm Anthony William, the Medical Medium. You're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week we bring the most advanced healing information to you guys so you can actually have an opportunity to heal because the information out there often is misguided, misleading, it's regurgitated. It's just the same stuff going around as regurgitated. I mean, basically, it's just, it's redesigned is what it is out there. I noticed that. It's all kind of the same thing, redesigned, shoved in books, shoved in this, and it's, you know, whatever in articles. And that's what's going on out there. It's always been like that. It's kind of the same reconstituted information for decades. And that has to stop. And that's where the Medical Medium Radio Show stops it. And the Medical Medium Book Series, that's the whole point. We have to make sure everyone gets information that can help them heal and move forward that's pure, clean, untampered with, and isn't it isn't contaminated by the thumb on the scale, all the medical lobbyists, the interest groups, the belief systems, the trendy belief systems that are paid for and bought out there that nobody even realizes that get circulated. It's unbelievable. All that is out of this information. Thank God. That's right. Thank God. I was given a gift at age four to understand what's wrong with people, to hear a voice so I know what's going on with everybody, their illness, everything else, advanced information. And you know what? I tell people the information that I've gotten since four, five, six years old, eight years old has always been this advanced. It's always been advanced, even if I was young and didn't understand what I was saying. It was always advanced from the start. And uh, for everybody that knows my story, go to book, book one, Medical Medium, and you can read my story so you can understand what is really going on. And you'll know the voice I hear and understand the voice I hear. So, you're, so you actually you know, have an idea. Somebody said the other day, I don't get it. What do, what do you hear? What do you do? It's like, okay, you know, why don't you, just, why don't you just read this? Why don't you read this? You can't afford the book. Go to the library. Take it out of the library and learn, and learn what it is so you can, you can take advantage of it. Because that's the whole point. I want everybody to take advantage of me and take the information and take the information so you can move forward and heal. We're talking about breast illness, breast implant illness. This is serious. This is a really, really, really serious, serious show. And we're going to cover this. We're going to do this justice because we have to somehow. This is one of those big mistakes that has happened in the medical industry. So the medical industry, big mistakes. You know, womankind has always suffered, always suffered from the lack of, I think maybe the lack of understanding. Also, you know, misleading information, of course, that we deal with, including like autoimmune disease where the body's attacking itself. Well, that's not the truth. That's actually the old 1950s version of the body attacks itself. The immune system is, is attacking the body. And in the case of breast illness, we're going to kind of like air that out and talk about how it's not what's happening and why the body does what it does, where the symptoms come from, how it works, why, why breast implants are so hard on women and what has happened. And that's the, this, here's the whole other thing. Breast implants, all through the 70s, women were, women were sick from them in the 70s, and, and the industry didn't care because they didn't even think it was it. It was, it was one of those things where, no, it's all in your head. Back then, especially during all in your head era, and the thing is, it's still like that. Now it's all in your head, basically with all kinds of chronic illnesses and everything else with a lot of people, or it's not in your head and here's all the wrong information. So you go to the doctor, you go to your best functional medicine doctor, whatever it is, you go to best doctors all over the place or best conventional doctor, and and what happens is you're still getting misled all the time. Oh, here's your panel. Here's this. Take this food out. Do this. Do this food. Do this. And it's, you know, you're, oh, you got Lyme disease when you probably don't. But all these different things that's going on 
And, um, and women have dealt with enough all through the 70s, actually through the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. Breast implants weren't during the 50s, the 1950s, but I'm trying to say that it's been really a difficult road for women with chronic illness so many ways and reasons, and it still is. I mean, I've been in this now for over 30 years, and and um, I wish I was 30 years old, though. That would be actually really awesome if I was just 30 years old. But I've been in this for over three decades, helping people, helping women find their way and getting them answers so they can live a good life. And the thing is, and live past their illnesses and live past their symptoms and actually be able to look back and say, oh my God, that's not me anymore. And that's not, I don't have that anymore. I don't have those symptoms. I don't have that illness anymore. And and I've dedicated my life to womankind for this very reason, because there were never any answers. And you think there's answers now, but there really hasn't still been answers now. I mean, the thing is, I see this every single day. There's women, young women, just in their 20s and, and, and early 30s, and they're, just, and they're finding out today that science and research knows nothing about chronic illness. And they're finding that out. And it's really difficult. I'm hearing it every other day now. It's unbelievable. I heard it years ago, but every other day now because we're so ahead, we're so ahead in technology in so many different ways. I hear it from women that are 27, 25, who have literally, who can't, they can't even think. They have all kinds of problems. They got ear ringing and skin rashes and they're, they get vertigo and they, and there's no answers. They're getting answers, but they're not really answers. And they're like, wait a minute. And what's happening with young women these days, is they're like, wait a minute, you mean to tell me the, the, the devices I'm using for technology and my computers and my car and all that's going on and people are putting rocket ships in space and everybody's talking about it and all this different stuff. You mean to tell me science and research has really no clue or doesn't know what's going on with me? And, and they really can't even offer anything, an antibiotic or an auto, I mean, or a, um, immunosuppressive drug or something like that or a steroid? And, and it's like mind-blowing, like, Phew! but it was bad in the 70s. It was bad in the 80s. It was bad in the 90s. And I know we're talking about breast illness, but this is about women's health. It's so wrapped up into it. It's so connected that we, we need to cover it a little bit. It's unbelievable. And now the 2000s. And now we're in the 2000 and, you know, whatever. And now we're almost 2020. And guess what? You're 24 years old. You come out of college. Or you're 22 years old. You get out of college. You're sick. You got fatigue. You can't even. Your hair's falling out in your hands. You're running around. You get a, a so-called a Lyme diagnosis. You think you have Lyme disease, but you don't have Lyme disease. What do you have? And all these other things. You're getting all this different. And this is just recently, so you can get a diagnosis. You should have seen what happened 10 years ago. No one got any kind of diagnosis. It was unbelievable. And here you are, and you're still sick, and you're like, wait a minute. You mean science and research? I don't get this. This is unbelievable. You come out of school thinking everything's all sewed up, and, and it's, it's devastating. I've watched literally lives just, I mean, meltdowns over this. I've watched meltdowns. It's so heartbreaking. You almost can't handle it. It's unbelievable. I mean, recently I had a young woman telling me, and she was absolutely screaming in tears after coming back from her, like, 18th doctor saying, it doesn't make sense to me, Anthony. I don't understand how they don't know. Like, why can't I get the answers I need out there? And why can't I get better? And what is going on here? This doesn't make sense. My family can't even believe it. My family thought if you had a gallbladder problem, you get your gallbladder removed, all's good. My family thought if you had an appendix problem, you just, you get it removed. My family thought if you had something wrong, you go to the doctor and you take an antibiotic and 
this is my family doesn't understand my illness. My hair's falling out of my head. I'm gaining weight. I can't get out of bed. I can't function. I got brain fog and confusion out of nowhere with no answers. And science and research has completely failed womankind, completely and utterly and disgustingly failed womankind 100% in chronic illness. And that's what happened. And healing, the whole thing, the whole thing with how it works with breast implants is a prime example. Science and research designs the implants, okay? Someone had to, had to be somewhat tested, had to be studied, right? Because isn't that how it works? And it had to be passed by, by you know what, the medical world, right? And it gets put into women's bodies. And then all through, you know, the late 60s and the 70s, and totally ignored. Oh, it can't be a problem. You can't be sick from that. There's no way. You can't be sick from these. How's that possible? There's no way to be sick from these. And that's how it's done. And that's how it's done. It's unbelievable. And the 90s, the 90s, the same thing. Not even just the 80s, the 90s. You can't be sick from these. What, you had these in you for 10 years? That's not your problem. No, no. Science and research has it all sewed up. Not Not possible. You know, there's nothing wrong with the silicone. There's nothing wrong with saline. We have it all. It's in a, it's in a, a, you know, a sealed bag. It's in a sealed bag. Even if it ruptured, you can't get sick. These are, these are actually, they're good for you. They're good for you. It reminds me of DDT, another great mistake on womankind, DDT. Here, put this in your garden. Or wait a minute. Here, DDT is really good for you and your family. And, you know, maybe your family should get hosed down by it if you go out in the park. And uh, because the machine's going by twice a week, spraying the suds everywhere. And all the kids are catching them on their tongue like snowflakes. And the moms are just, like, bathing in it. So, hey, look, that was fine. It's over and over again. It's constant mistakes in Research and science, disastrous mistakes over and over and over again. When is it going to end? It's like this. Oh, sure, stick this implant in you or stick this IUD. It's safe. Put it in your arm. Everything's great. Just do that. Just do that. Like, And all of a sudden, people's arms are exploding. I see that all the time. Like, It's, it's unbelievable. And you think, instead of experimenting on womankind, you think science and research could have something really good to start with. When it's when it's it should be tested so thoroughly in some way or capacity, it should never be guesswork to hurt a woman or ruin a woman's life. It should never, ever, ever be just guesswork that's passed. And at the beginning of this show, like some of the older shows, not maybe the recent few or whatever, but some of the older shows, I used to say at the very beginning, the information here is not paid for and bought and grandfathered, lawed in by belief system and tre- trendy belief systems. Uh, panels of influencers, all those people that get paid so something can get passed in alternative medicine and conventional medicine. I say alternative medicine. Damn right I say alternative medicine because it's happening all day long in alternative medicine out there and in conventional medicine. This is serious. And what happens is with the breast, especially with the breast implants, with the silicone and the saline, is what happens is it's not tested. Nothing's really tested and figured out. Science and research doesn't know. You may as well just have some guy in some garage somewhere, a couple of people or something like that, and they got plastic and they're filling it up with some gunk or something and they're sewing it together and they're just handing it, they're just handing it to somebody to actually to, to purchase. 
and stick it in women because seriously, that's how ridiculous research and science has been in the medical field. And this isn't the only area. I could go on. You couldn't believe the list of things where women women are harmed, their lives are harmed, their children are harmed, their daughters are harmed over and over and over again. I've seen 30 year plus years of it easy. I don't know if you guys have seen any of it. I sure as heck have seen it. I've seen it over and over and over again. And so this is a prime example of what's happening. So women are experiencing all kinds of symptoms out there who actually have implants. They're experiencing, you know, poor sleep. They're experiencing weight issues, right? You know, the hair loss. They're experiencing, um, you know, adrenal problems. They're, ex- you know, the, the real fatigue. You know, some of the, the neurological fatigue I talk about. I mean, they're, they're even they're 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 getting multiple sclerosis. They're getting skin rashes. Like I said, they're getting like ears are ringing. They get vertigo. They get all these the tingles and numbness everywhere, sensations all over the body. I mean, they get all these different things. <clears throat> and they get, um, you know, they get flus and colds more so than other people. They get, it's, it's endless, it's endless and endless. You know, they get throat problems, head problems, migraines, headaches. You know, they get anxiety. They got the depression. They get the nervousness or they get the panic or the panic attacks. RA, rheumatoid, rheumatoid arthritis. And they get, you know, they get diagnosed with Lyme disease left and right. And sure, womankind are getting diagnosed with those left and right every day right now, but women with breast implants, it's, it's literally more so common. I mean, it's, it's almost like, okay, you got the breast implants. It's almost like you're, 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 you're going to be getting this. It's like you're going to be getting some symptoms are going to happen. And there's a reason. And, and we're going to go into it even deeper and deeper and deeper. I just running across a few symptoms of what can happen. And, and, you know, and it's, it's devastating. It's devastating because, you know, I mean, when women are suffering because a mistake is made, is devastating. When it could be avoided. As far as enhancing beauty, um, women have been wanting to enhance beauty for thousands of years. Okay? That, that, but, and that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. That it's not about, oh, you shouldn't want any, because that's what they do too. I've seen that, you know, someone was talking to me and he said, you know, Anthony, you wouldn't believe it. It's like, my doctor said, my doctor said, and, and, and you know what, this, I've heard this a couple of times. My doctor said, well, you know, you wanted the breast implants and you like, it's a crime. Like it was a crime and that's not, has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it at all, at all. Women have been wanting to enhance their beauty and even men for thousands of years. So where does that have to do with it? What does that have to do with any? Oh, so let's just put, why don't we put a ton more arsenic in makeup then? It's just, because they used to have arsenic in all the makeup, the, the, you know, the lead in the makeup. They still got a little bit of that in, in different varieties of different kinds of makeup that's not, you know, it's clean. And we're better with makeup. Well, why don't we put a ton of lead in makeup? Why don't we put, why don't we put something else that's even more, why don't we put cyanide in makeup? Oh, you, oh, you wanted to enhance your beauty. Oh, it's your fault. You're the woman. It's your fault. You wanted to enhance your beauty. You used our cyanide product. You used our cyanide lipstick. It's not our problem at all. It's yours because you, you wanted that. And that's what they did to women and they still do it now. It's disgusting. It's unbelievable how it works out there. It should be safe. It should be safe. Whatever enhancement is offered for womankind, it's not about if they want it or not. It's not their fault. It's not how it works. 
it's the fault of the industries. It's the fault of the industries that are creating this stuff wrong instead of creating it safe and right. And if you don't have the technology to create it safe and right, then don't create it at all and offer it. Don't even offer it because if you're going to harm a woman and hurt her life and her family's life and her children's life and the people around her and her friends or whatever, it's going to ricochet off of in the sense where it just kind of it spreads to everybody in the sense because people see their loved one, their best friend suffering, whatever it is. You know what I mean? I mean, it, I've seen women lose their careers over this and can't feed their family and they lose their careers over this. And they lose, they lose work. They have no money left. They all lose all the resources because they're, that, that's devastating when it's a mistake made by the medical industry and it's a mistake made by guess what? Research and BS science. That's right. Just like in all chronic illness. And I'm talking about all chronic illness with women also on that one, on that one. That's why I told you originally. Have people come up to me for years, including now because we're coming up to 2020? I mean, come on. I have people, young people, and just be like, and just be like, I don't get it. I had this one, even a friend of mine was just telling me, they, they, the friend of mine was telling me that their daughter could not believe her friend was going through the, what she was going through. They all thought research and science has it all sewed up. It's unbelievable, and it's the rudest, worst awakening when it happens to each person. <clears throat> and no, it's not sewed up. And in breast implantation, it's disastrous. It's disastrous, and it has nothing to do with a woman's right to do whatever she wants to do to her body, to enhance, or whatever it is. It's her right. It's what's offered, and is it really tested? Is it really studied properly? Is it really? Someone said to me, well, your information is not tested by research and science. I said, thank God. Thank God. Because if you want me to go into it about what's been tested by research and science, 99.9% of the garbage that's made everybody sick across the continent Across the across across the globe, so exactly okay. I mean, thank God. And plus, my information gets people better. <clears throat> and when it gets people better, when my information gets people, my throat's getting dry from from talking so much. Sorry, you guys. My information helps get people in the better place, and that isn't worth anything to the medical industries because if you heal, you're worthless to the medical industry. You're not worthless to your doctor. Your doctor wants you healed. Doctors want you healed. They're not the industry. Doctors want you healed. And, and they want you better. You go to the doctor. I mean, doctors wake up in the morning. They want you better. You go to the doctor. You got you know, heart problems, whatever it is. Whatever it is, your doctors want you better. They do. They do. They do. Okay? But when you're better, you're worthless to the industry. You're valuable to the people who need your story and need your story and need to know what to do and need to know what you did to heal. You're valuable. I've helped so many thousands and tens of thousands of women and people and everybody heal over the years and the decades and their stories are valuable and it spreads and other people can get the message and learn from it. But you're worthless to the medical industry and research and science. You're worthless to research and science because it's all tied into it. I'm sorry, but it all is. Not in rocket ship land, but in medical land it is. So the thing is here, with all these symptoms going on, this is important. I mean, I know I'm on a little bit of a rant here, but there's a reason why. Because 
because, you know, women were never heard. And I have a voice. I have a voice. They were never heard with this. And they're still having difficulties being heard with this. They really are. This is serious. And, and you know, so it, there's a reason why we have to talk about it a little bit more. You know, women get chemical sensitivities from having, you know, from having implants like this. The whole bit, the chemical sensitivities happen. I mean, kidney problems happen. Even gallbladder problems can occur from this. It's, it's endless the amount of symptoms. I mean, neurological problems, connective, connective tissue diseases can occur. I mean, it's actually, it's actually horrendous to the degree of what women have to go through and everything about it. So, Basically, basically what I'm here to say today is, is first of all, you know, this is a serious, serious topic. Second of all, that needs to be, it needs to be taken more serious out in the world. And it's really not, it's still kind of brushed under, it's brushed under the carpet is what it is. It's brushed under the carpet. And, and, you know, and the other thing is, um, we need direction, and, and we're going to make sure we talk all about this. We have the rest of the show, and we're going to cover, cover right into direction and talk about what happens and what's going on. So anything you stick in your body, anything you stick in your body, I mean, like, like a silicone implant or um, saline breast implant, so forth, anything that's placed in your body, your body has to work harder because it means something could be toxic that's placed in the body. So there's kind of like a toxic shock syndrome that occurs, and the immune system has to deal with it. Women, women were never told this. They were always told, no, these are safe. No, this is the newer stuff. Oh, wait, this is the newer one. That was 10 years ago, ma'am. No, <clears throat> this, was the, this is even the newer one. That was the other 10 years ago, and it goes on and on and on and on. So when these, when, when these saline bags or pouches are put inside someone, we're told nothing can leak through them if they're sealed. First of all, that is totally wrong. That's not how things work. Because there's heat occurring inside the human body. And not just that, the human body is working to gain homeostasis. So it's working to gain balance all the time. So the human body puts out things that are undiscovered by research and science. That's right. Things that are undiscovered by research and science. The human body, you won't read this anywhere. You won't see this anywhere. This is advanced, advanced stuff. And you're only going to hear it here. There are enzymes created by the liver in the body to go out and seek and, and try to stop something from inside the body being there. That's what this is. Okay? So you got the breast implants in. Women get the breast implants. They get the silicone breast implants, the saline ones. And then over time or right at the beginning, the liver sends out these enzymes, constantly sending them out. It's not even an enzyme that's going to be detected on, on a liver enzyme test. Although it's possible, the liver enzyme test will come up. I mean, it's possible, but it shouldn't be. A lot of there's the, the liver is responsible for so many enzymes, so many different kinds. The enzymes are there to do a job, to actually try to, to invade a foreign 
object. It's different than the immune system itself. It's different than our white cells or killer cells or white cells or big white blood count. It's bigger than neutrophils, basophils, monocytes, basophils, you know, monocytes, lymphocytes. It's different than all of that. And what happens is these enzymes, they go out. Science and research has no clue what the liver does yet. Has no clue, just the basics. That's all the science research knows about the liver, it's basics. And, and, these, and these enzymes go launching out of the liver day in and day out. And they seek things that shouldn't be in there, foreign things that shouldn't be in the body. And they try to impede them. They try to impede them. They collect on them. That's what happens. And this happens when there's like metal in our bodies too, when there's metal, like when we get, we get surgical operations because we need a piece of metal. We need nuts and bolts to hold our knee together. Well, yeah, I mean, if you need nuts and bolts, you need nuts and bolts. Okay, sure. And, 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 and listen, that's been a positive thing in many ways, even though we've suffered from it, even though we've suffered from it. But, but even in that, metal's different than plastic. Metal's different then also the casings of breast implants, the casing of breast implants. And metal's different than the, than the silicone and, and, and the, um, the saline, the solutions that, that are made up in these sacs. So the enzymes have an ability, they have an intelligence, the liver has extremely high intelligence factor and ratio, really high intelligence factor. It sends the enzymes. Enzymes can sniff out. They can sniff out a problem, literally. And they're, 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 they're adaptive, adaptogenic. They're powerful. And they'll go and they'll gather on these, these, on these, the sacs that are the implants themselves. And they'll gather on the casings, you know, the outside, the casing. And they'll, and they'll sit in there and they'll actually stay there. And they'll make it porous. And they'll make it porous rather quickly. They'll make it porous. It doesn't mean there's going to be technically a leak. But a porous situation occurs. It makes the casing more malleable. And the heating of the body, both, and the enzymes make the casings more malleable, more pliable, more... you know, um, you know, more, um, it, it, it basically makes it more porous is what it does. It weakens it. That's what I'm, that's the word I'm looking for. It weakens them and it thins them out. And that's the other thing. It actually thins them out. And inside the solutions inside that are made that are not tested by research and science. Sorry about that. They're not. The silicone solution is filled with already heavy metals, which is different than when someone gets like, you know, a, a metal plate in their head or you know, they get like kind of seen it all. Like, of course, we get into accidents, all kinds of things happen and we get different things. We get nuts and bolts in our, in our ankles and knees and, and you name it. It's different than that. That has its own its own concerns that occur inside the body that happens all the time. That's why we're put on all these immunosuppressive drugs when we get a lot of things, when we get a lot of surgeries like that, this is different. So the solutions, the silicone solution, the saline solution, they're filled with chemicals, chemicals, chemicals that change over time. Nothing's been tested, no time proven, nothing. These chemicals alter, they change, they build up gases, they build up pressure, while the enzymes from the liver are coated all over the casing, weakening and thinning it out, 
because they're there to do a job, to try to impede or stop a foreign object that the body knows is there. And then what happens is that, you know, what's bubbling inside and outgassing can find its way slowly out. And, and, and when that happens, you can have the most perfectly sealed, perfectly sealed saline uh, implant. You can have the most perfectly sealed uh, silicone implant. And what I've heard over the years from at least maybe about 10 or more women is that when they saw their implant afterwards and they weren't even ruptured, they saw strange things happening inside. And the doctors are just like, oh, no, that's, these, these have not leaked um, this isn't the cause of your problem. No way. Mrs. Jones, this isn't even the cause of your problem. There's no way. We're taking them out because you want them out. And we're doing that. But it's not the cause of your problem. Um, because they're not ruptured. They're not leaking. So we took them out for you. That's, that's, been, that's what happens every day. Actually, that happens. That happens all the time. And, but women have reported and I've, to me, and I've, you know, I've heard stories too from other doctors that are actually really proactive in this and they're really concerned about this stuff is that the, the, the insides change and alter. It's not even just the colors on the inside. It's air pockets occur, even though there's no leakage or sign of leakage. So little tiny air pockets occur, a, a, a thickening in different parts of it. A hardening and even a liquefying in some parts of it, I heard, where they, they were completely different, completely different, where parts of it were like hard, parts of it were, were liquefying, and I mean, you name it, different colors inside, as if mold and fungus were inside of it, as if mold and fungus grew inside of the, of the breast implant. Like, the different things I've heard are unreal, I mean, unreal, and and a lot of this stuff, the, the, a lot of this stuff can outgas through the casings without it leaking. Because here's what happens in the silicone ones: a lot of times the gel it hardens and it won't leak, but yet the casing's thin and it's outgassing through the casing into the body. Happens all the time on the saline ones. There's even First of all, in the saline ones, if you think those can't harden up, they harden up too. And they got solutions in there. The other thing is, too, there's different kinds of heavy metals in, in these. I mean, who wants to put heavy metals in them anyway? I mean, isn't there anything better we can use? And there's also chemicals that well, there's no, there's no, um, it's not like you can see an ingredient list. You don't see an ingredient list. You just see silicone. Okay, okay, that's, that's pretty, you know, it's pretty, that's not a big deal. Silicone. You see saline. Hey, that's not a big deal. It's saline. It's, it's, it's what else is in there? Oh, nothing, really? It's just saline and silicone? Manufacturers, they're not, they're not put to task. They're not put to task. They're not told, hey, you cough up what the hell's in here, and we're going to test every single chemical and the reaction you got in there. And we're going to give it a 10-year test before it even enters the human body. Every chemical in that, nothing, no, you know what? It doesn't work like that. Nothing does. And, you know, we know that. It doesn't work in pharmaceuticals either. Come on, it doesn't work. Pharmaceuticals are all paid and bought, and just things are pushed through and greenlit all the time. It's whatever. It's, we know how that works. You guys know that. But with this, this is serious, serious, serious business because the outgassing occurs 
with all the implants, including outgassing from the casing, the casing itself. I mean, there's vinyl in these things. Even vinyl is in, in, in this stuff and in the solutions. I mean, you can't get an ingredient list. You'll never see a real true ingredient list of what's inside, but there's multitudes of chemicals, dozens and dozens of toxic chemicals that are inside of these things. And, and th- that secret can't be let out. That secret's never truly let out anywhere because they've had it all sewed up when this business started and the day it started. It was all sewed up and just grandfathered and protected. But there's a lot of stuff in this. It reminds me of other areas of medicine. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? A vial and uh, nobody really knows what's in it and you're not allowed to look to see. It reminds me of other areas of medicine. It's unbelievable. So the bottom line is this. What can we do to get people better? What can we do? It's, 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 awareness is one thing. Hey, look, just don't get this. It's not ready. Don't, it doesn't matter what your doctor said or your, or your girlfriend said when she got her implants. It doesn't matter. It's not tested. It never was. It's not human ready at all. It's just not. And that's one thing. We need that awareness and we basically need this type of enhanced enhancement to, you know, to put the rest and stopped until it's, you know what it would do? If the industry, if the industry crashed with breast implants, then the standards would change and it would be put, they would be put to task. I mean, they would push hard to, to get things tested and done right. So this enhancement can exist for women who wanted it. And, and it could, could work and be healthier or at least, you know, mean healthy or at least healthier. So that when the liver's launching enzymes for a foreign product, that it's not causing things, I mean, causing total mayhem. Where it's like, okay, there might be something that's not great here, but it can't lead you to all the symptoms I just said. It can't lead you to all the symptoms I just said. So women go through a lot with this. I mean, they have things with their mouth go wrong. They're burning all over their body. They have chemical sensitivities. They have food sensitivities that develop. They have everything. They can't, like, it can't even have the sun touch them after breast implants or years down the road, can't even have the sun touch them. So what is happening? What is really going on here? Well, women have pathogens inside of them. They have pathogens inside of them. Men do too. In fact, men, men have plenty of pathogens. There's no question about that. It's not one has more than the other. But women have, women have lots of pathogens and women have immune systems that are different from men. Men's immune systems are entirely different than women's immune systems. There are two different things going on. And basically what it is, is women's immune systems are always overloaded. Just from menstruation alone, just from having cycles, their immune system gets overloaded. 80% of the of a woman's immune system is completely taken over and used for menstruation during the cycle for a week during that time. And then 20% of the immune system is just floating around watching over the body. This is how it works. When you have breast implants, it's like having that load on the body in some way. It's having a load on the body. Anything toxic that's outgassing, puts the load on the immune system. 
So it becomes immunosuppressive. So when you have the casings inside, what's happening, and everything I talked about, about the enzyme breakdown, the enzyme breakdown of the casings, the thinning of the casings, and the changing of the chemicals internally because they're not tested, and, and, and they're not tested to the heat of a woman for the, the body heat. They're not tested long-term for that. And that's just one facet of it. It's just, oh, my God, it's endless, really. You could do a whole other show just on that alone. But what's happening is, is the immune system's taking a hit. Anytime the immune system takes a hit in a woman, and she becomes more susceptible to something. Like, for instance, you know, just, just carrying, carrying a baby, being pregnant, lowers the immune system in a woman's body to protect the baby, to protect the baby. That's how it works. And then that's why women who, after they, have, after they give birth, they're all of a sudden at a doctor three months later with, with the Hashimoto's um, thyroiditis diagnosis. You, you don't think that's common? It's so common, it's unbelievable. If it's not common on the first baby, it's unbelievable, com- believe, unbelievably common on the second baby or even the third or all three, and they get a new diagnosis. It's very, very, very common. That's just one of so many things. So it's, it, and don't, don't let that throw you. Have children, of course. Don't let that throw you. But it's not what I'm trying to do. You can protect yourself. You can build up your immune system so these things don't happen. There's different things you can do. So you can't be afraid of having babies or anything else. But with, with breast implants, though, it's, and if you're someone with implants now, you're listening to the show, I'm not trying to instill fear. That's not what I'm trying to do. But we can build your immune system up better. Until you can figure out what you want to do. If you want to keep them or you're keeping them and, and you um, don't want to do a surgery to remove them, I understand, of course. You know, because I don't know, there might, it might not be the right time in your life, something's going on. So it's not about, I'm not trying to instill all this fear. I'm just trying to make sure that, you know, if you're, if, look, if you're thinking about getting them, don't get them. And if you do have them, let's make sure we protect you. So you don't get sick in some way. So you have least amount of chances of getting sick. So meaning like doing the right cleanses and detoxing, doing the right things, doing some supplements to strengthen your nervous system and immune system. Uh, what happens is with women with, with implants, they get zinc deficient, horribly zinc deficient. So zinc has to be it has to be implemented. We have to get the right zinc. And I have it on my directory, you know, the kind of zinc that you can use my uh, medicalmedium.com directory. And so the right kind of zinc every single day, really, really helpful. Liver care is critical. Liver rescue book. I would definitely get the liver rescue book without a doubt. If you can't afford it, go to the library and take it out. Get it for free. And, you know, and what happens is, you know, the, with, with liver rescue, talks about how you can take care of your liver, which is a huge part of this illness, of breast implant illness. It's a huge part of it all. And it's very important. So it's something you can do. You can do the cleanse in, in liver rescue to start cleaning out the toxins. Because here's what happens is that as the implants outgas and outgas and outgas, and even leak, and I'll talk about leakage too. The le- when, when they leak, when the silicone leaks, I'm sure many of you know how it works. It leaks and it travels through the lymphatic system is what it does. It can travel through the lymphatic system. Starts out in a certain area of the lymphatic system and it can travel. It can gravitate and go right into the armpit. It can go in up through the arm. It can go anywhere. It can go down to the liver. It can go down to the pancreas. It can go all different kinds of places. And so, um, so, but that's if it broke or ruptured or, or fractured or, 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 um, you know, was, was pierced open or something or, 
just, you know, slowly, slowly, slowly leaked into the whole, thinned out, the casing thinned out and thinned out till there was these microscopic little parts of, of the casing that it was leaking out in the very smallest forms. And then it travels through the lymphatic system and you can't even see it or a surgeon can't see it or you can't see it with a medical test. So that can happen too, but... But there's a way of protecting yourself, and that's what it's all about right now. How do we protect ourselves if we have implants? How do we protect ourselves if we had them? How do we protect ourselves if we got sick from them? All this is important. So taking care of the liver is a big deal. Any kind of eating the right way is a big deal because here's how it works. When the immune system is overloaded, other things like viruses inside the body take over. The reason why you can get a Lyme disease diagnosis is because Lyme is viral. I know anybody out there who's listening to this who thinks it's bacterial still to this day. I'm sorry if you're upset. Please don't get mad. Get the medical medium book one. Read the Lyme chapter. Please, I beg of you, before you start like throwing stones and lighting torches and burn my house down and everything else. So so you just want to make sure you want to make sure you do that. And <laughs> anyway, but the bottom line is that's why you get the Lyme disease diagnosis. That's why you get the RA diagnosis. That's viral. That's why you get even an, an Epstein Barr. Even get Epstein Barr. Like one of the symptoms that some doctors are saying, like sensitive to Epstein Barr. Sensitive Epstein Barr causes all these different illnesses. It causes rheumatoid arthritis. Epstein-Barr causes Hashimoto's thyroiditis. It causes Lyme disease. It causes all these different diseases and illnesses. And that's the whole point. Viruses will, number one, feed off of breast implant, implant toxins. That's how women are getting sick. Part of it, a small part of it, is the outgas itself getting women sick. It's the chemical poisoning. That's part of it. But that doesn't get you the Hashimoto's thyroiditis. That doesn't get you really the Lyme disease um, diagnosis. That doesn't get you the rheumatoid arthritis diagnosis. That doesn't get you the fibromyalgia. That doesn't get you a lot of the multiple, scler- uh, multiple sclerosis diagnosis. That doesn't get you that those. What gets you those, those is a virus. And a virus needs the poisons and toxins, number one, that are being released out of the out of the casings. Number two, the virus needs your immune system being crashed or partially crashed or injured by the implants outgassing. So what's happening is the implants are outgassing all this poison, all these toxins, in some cases leaking in people, or in a multitude case of many cases, oh my God, leaking. And and when that's happening, the immune system's crashing. So it's going down, it's weakening, it's weakening, it's weakening. And when it weakens a virus that's been there, been lurking, that was going to probably come out in different ways later in many women, not all women, but in many of them, it was going to come out as a hypothyroid, maybe by the time they were 45 or 47, comes out as Hashimoto's thyroiditis at 29. That's how it works. That's how it works. So, and then what these viruses do, what if you have a shingles virus, then you end up getting all the other stuff. But if it's vertigo, it's dizziness, balance issues, that's all Epstein-Barr. I mean, I mean, poor sleep, insomnia, that's Epstein-Barr. I mean, it can go over some of these weight problems. That's the liver. That's the liver being sluggish and stagnant from the chemical poisoning over time. That's your liver. Premature aging, that's your liver. That's totally a liver. Skin problems, that's your liver. Hair problems, that's your liver. All these are. Muscle pain, that's the virus. That's Epstein-Barr. So that's what that is. Fatigue, chronic fatigue, that's the virus, Epstein-Barr. That's how it works. 
throat pain, jaw pain, that's the shingles, which will feed off of the same, the same poisons and toxins coming out of the, coming out of the casings, casings. All this is how this says, you know, fibromyalgia, that's Epstein-Barr. Lyme disease, like I said, Epstein-Barr. And then rheumatoid arthritis, like I said, you know, I mean, Sjogren's syndrome, Epstein-Barr. Renault syndrome, Epstein-Barr. It goes on and on and on. MS, Epstein-Barr. Lymphoma, 100%, of course, Epstein-Barr. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, any kind of lymphoma is viral. And... How can the virus do its thing? It's allowed to, A, get away with it because your lymphocytes are weakened by poisons and toxins coming from the implants. So yes, the implants are creating illness in people and women. The implants are creating all this illness. That's what's occurring. So it's creating these different diagnoses women are now getting because of their implants, where they wouldn't have gotten that. Or if they, you know, you'd be surprised. Some, I mean, you know, women go, oh, they, they, they're not going to get lymphoma because their Epstein-Barr is not going to go doing that. It's not going to go to that degree. They might get some chronic fatigue someday, get a, you know, get, get, a, get a different diet, start feeling better, get things under control, maybe, maybe change lifestyle a little bit, but they're not going to be literally suffering with multiple sclerosis, you know, scleroderma, the worst case of scleroderma, um, different kind of autoimmune disease diagnoses, Lyme disease, Hashimoto's, and so forth. They're not going to be, you know, so many women wouldn't have that, but those things come upon because the immune system dropped and broke down. And the outgassing and the poisons and the toxins were feeding the virus, and the metals were feeding the virus. There's so many metals in breast implants. And the metals, they get out. And here's the other thing. You don't have to have a leaky casing for metals to get out. You think you would have to have a broken you know, leakage in the casing for metals to get out. No, not at all. Quite the contrary. Actually, metals outgas. They oxidize, and the oxid that that there's a there's a um, there's a, it's like almost like a solvent base that's inside these implants to begin with. The saline one's a solvent one. The silicone's a solvent one. These are still solvent-based, and solvents are loaded with metals. They're part. Of the, it, what happens is when solvent metals oxidize, they outgas as well and can easily get through anything even partially porous. They can get through things that aren't even porous. So that gets, you know, in science and research, no, they're way, way, way behind. They don't know any of this. And then... It gets, you know, the metals get out, they're out floating around the lymphatic system. Epstein-Barr lives for the lymphatic system. That's why it always causes Hashimoto's thyroiditis because it's always lurking in the lymphatic system. The lymphatic system, the biggest part, most important part of your lymphatic system is your groin and your throat. And Hashimoto's is your throat. And so that's the whole thing. So lymph, lymphoma occurs from it. So these are, this is how it works. So it's about going antiviral. It's critical. So if someone's got breast implants, they're not experiencing any symptoms, got to build up, got to get the right B12, got to get the right zinc. Don't just pick any. Go to the directory. Get the right things. I tell people all the time, go to the directory, medicalmedium.com, or you're going to end up with a bad B12 without the right things in it. You're going to end up with a bad zinc. You're going to end up whatever. And so the deal is, is you need some things. It's important. You go on the antiviral protocol. Book one has a lot of different antiviral protocols. 
Thyroid Healing has a great one for almost every single, actually for for every single Epstein-Barr related illness, 100%. There's over 88 or to 100 illnesses, symptoms, uh, diseases in Thyroid Healing. And you can learn about what you can do supplementation-wise. should be on L-lysine. should be on a little bit of licorice root periodically. Get your, go to your practitioner. Ask them all about it. Say, can I be on these things? You should be on the zinc. You should be on the B12, the lemon balm. I do periodically stints of golden seal is what I would do. Lomatium root. I do some lomatium root. L-O-M-A-T-I-U-M. Do some of that sometimes. And you, know, and you can do it periodically. You don't have to do everything every day. And you keep your immune system strong. So that Epstein-Barr can't get away from us or other viruses like shingles or HHV6 or cytomegalovirus can't get away from us. Start taking advantage of all the chemicals and, and the solutions and the outgassing and everything else and the solvents that are coming out of these uh, casings. And so also, you know, liver rescue, protect your liver, do, the, do some liver cleanses, and then you'll get rid of a lot of the symptoms. A lot of women have symptoms because their liver is, is actually filled. So there's, there's women that don't have the viral issues why they have their breast implants, or at the time they have their breast implants, but they're experiencing now hot flashes, other problems. That's liver-related. Heart palpitations, liver-related. That's actually viral too. But the point is, in, in liver, it's viral and liver, but the point is you got to take care of the liver as well. And you'll notice a lot of these symptoms. It's a way to restore your immune system and you, you drop down a lot of symptoms to start getting better. Foods, no dairy, no eggs, whatever you do, feeds the viruses. If you got breast implants, that means you're more susceptible to getting sick. Absolutely, you're more susceptible to getting sick. So you want to make sure you take the eggs out, you take the dairy products out, you take the pork out. Pork is way too high in fat, just kills the liver. It absolutely kills the liver. Every time I hear somebody say, oh, bacon's good, everything tastes good with bacon, or, you know, just had a bacon double cheeseburger, or, you know, I just had something wrapped in bacon, I had these hors d'oeuvres that are wrapped in bacon, all I think of is, oh my God, you're killing your liver. So no pork. No pork whatsoever. Um, and, you know, it's something you shouldn't do. And keep the gluten out. Keep the gluten, the dairy, the milk, butter, cream, um, yogurt, even the yogurt keep out, kefir keep out, anything dairy-related. If you got breast implant issues, and, and, and literally, or breast implants, take away all the dairy products. Take away the gluten. No processed foods, no fried foods. Keep your diet clean. You can be 100% vegan or raw vegan. You can also, if you want to do animal proteins, you could be you could be paleo, but make sure lots of fruits and vegetables and take out these things that I'm saying to take out. And I don't mean be paleo and eat bacon or, or some kind of pork. I mean, you know, be paleo and keep eggs, dairy, all the dairy products that I mentioned, keep the pork out, keep everything, keep the gluten out, and just focus on, same thing, if you want to be raw vegan, raw vegan is definitely an important way to go for breast implantation, without a doubt. It definitely protects you, it protects you even a lot more, because it protects the immune system more. And believe it or not, it does protect the immune system more for things like this when you have when you have what's like an invader in the system, which is the body thinking there's something in here that's foreign and enzymes that are out and everything like this. You do want the raw diet. But if you can't do it, you can still do a clean, high-protein diet, clean, clean paleo diet, which will help too. Whatever it is, keep all the bad foods out that I'm mentioning and then and focus on some of the supplements too that are really antiviral. You want the vitamin C every single day. That helps with oxidation that's coming out of the breast implants to protect you. And I'm talking about doing all of this 
even with them out of the body. So if you've had them removed, you want to do this too because you want to drop down your viral load. You want to get your diet clean and drop down your viral load. If I, I, I would do the 28-day cleanse, the medical medium 28-day cleanse. Don't, don't do somebody else's 28-day cleanse because it's not going be, to be the same thing. There's no way. Do the medical medium 28-day cleanse is what I would do. Consider doing that periodically or even long-term if you've been damaged or injured by breast implants. So you, that would be fantastic. Consider some of these supplements. Nettle leaf is really good. I told you about the lemon balm. These are great for breast implant issues. Definitely amazing. Magnesium is really good too. It's, it's important as well. That's another great one. Coenzyme Q10, that's a great one. Curcumin, that's a great one too. So, you know, the, and, and, and these are all important. The omega-3 DHA, DHA EPA. Um, omega-3 capsules, you know, you can get capsules or omega-3 oil with that fish free, no fish oils whatsoever. Absolutely no fish oils. Fish oils, when you, when your doctor gives you a whole bunch of fish oils and you've been, you're a survivor and you, in, of, of breast implants and you're on all this fish oil, it, it can instigate and, and antagonize the immune system and it can make it difficult. So if you're viral, which, you know, I mean, that's the whole point. For the breast implants to affect you to a degree, they can outgas and make people sick all on their own by themselves. And I know that. But they break down the immune system and all their contaminants feed all the different pathogens and invaders in the body, including streptococcal, including different bacteria, including different fungus, not candida, but different funguses, the one that are the different fungus that is not good. And and that's what it can do. But we can take we can take control over this. First of all, we can raise awareness. We can, you know, whenever, you know, just putting it out there on the internet, articles or whatnot, we can do that kind of thing too, so that young people don't get fooled by the doctor's spiel. The spiel of this is safe, this is newer. Oh no, that was 30 years ago. That was the 70s. That's not now. We make that these are made better. These are, uh, these are incredible. These work amazing. You don't have to worry. It's all that propaganda or all that stuff. That's just not true. It's not accurate. I mean, when it comes down to women's health, the the truth should always be spoken to the woman so she can make an educated decision on what she wants, personal opinion, personal decision on what she wants. And that just, that just doesn't exist out there. In medicine, it really doesn't. It just doesn't, including in the breast cancer realm, including in other realms. It's not just, it's not like a lot's offered so, um, for, for women to actually get a chance to decide. So, but the bottom line is we could build the immune system up, repair the immune system, help cleanse the liver, which captures all of the poisons that are coming out of, of, the, of the casings. And that's the key all on its own. So you get, get the liver rescue, um, um, you know, talk to your, your doctor about certain supplements. The ones I'm talking about are actually antiviral at four specifically for Epstein-Barr. You want to be on the lysine, the zinc. You want to be on you know, the lemon balm. I mean, you want to be on these, the licorice root. I'd even be on the cat's claw. All those are important. Even if it's just a handful of supplements, you want to be on spirulina. You want to be on the heavy metal detox smoothie. That's critical. I forgot to even mention it because there's so much we're talking about, but you want to be on the heavy metal detox smoothie. Okay, that's really critical. So these are all the things you do. And the heavy metal detox smoothie is the barley grass and, and, the, and the spirulina and everything else. And it's really important. You can work on getting the metals out. You can work on healing. All of this matters, and we can get 
people better. Get your viral loads down with implants, without implants. You get your viral loads down. That's the way to go. I love you guys. Thank you for being here on the show. I really appreciate it. And uh, it's been great. It's been great talking to you and being here. Love you great. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bye.